Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And this segment of Computer and Technology Radio is brought to you by Indisha.com, the worldwide leader in Internet postage. Indisha, it's the smart way to get postage done. And welcome, everybody, and thank you, as always, for joining us on uh, our Saturday here in Los Angeles. If you want to call us, we're at 877-474-3302, or you can get to us a number of other ways. On Twitter, I'm at uh, Mark and Marsha. Marsha is at Marsha Collier, and our email is markandmarsha at gmail.com. And how are you, Marsha? Oh, man, so much, so much going on this week, I'll tell you. Everybody's, you know, talking about the new tech. It's interesting to see all the changes in the market Right. Talking a little bit a le- little bit later, I have some Android news. I mean, Android's really taken over. Oh yeah, big time. I, I, oh, and by the way, I so have you been using FaceTime after our last uh, show? No, I haven't used it since you and I used it. Oh. But I like it. But I do. Like, I don't have that many friends that have iPhones. You so, don't have that many I friends. Do. Yeah, well, you know, like I say, they don't have iPhones. Uh, but uh, let's get to our guests, and then we'll get back to what we were talking about. Um, you know, we're always concerned about internet security, and you know. Can our computers get compromised, so on and so forth? What do we do about credit card and debit cards that are stolen, you know, in chat rooms and such? So uh, Dan Clements, who founded Card Cops, and we'll find out what that is, and you'll like this, Marcia, he scours the Internet, not for uh, our buy of the week, but for compromised corporate and consumer data, works with a uh, company called Trace My ID. And, Dan, welcome to the show. Uh, nice to be here. Uh, it's our pleasure. So first of all, tell us what is Card Cops. Well, Card Cops um, was started about 10 years ago, and uh, it was started by a group of guys that went out into these chat rooms and found compromised personal information. And in the beginning, we would send it back to the government, to the Secret Service, and then we decided to send it back to the banks, and then we decided to send it back directly to the consumer. And how does one get, being in a chat room, you're saying someone in a chat room would give out data when they're chatting? Well, where the bad guys hang out, a lot of times they they want to sell the data, so they will give a sample of someone's credit card. It could be a platinum card. So no, wait a, a minute. They actually they actually say to people. I mean, how do they get this into the conversation? I'm curious. <laughs> oh well, these are dedicated chat rooms where the internet thieves hang out. And oh, they so buy they're meant for sell data. Oh, so they're meant to be chat rooms okay. for crooks. Okay, yeah, so this is not somewhere we're, we're going to trip on when we're generally... No, you're, you're not going to find it with a Google search. It's usually on a server that's hosted in a country that we don't have extradition, extradition agreements, something like Vietnam or China or Iran. So they're, they're in areas yeah. that we can't get to them, and they readily buy and sell your personal information in these chat rooms. And so you now, guys how- go on and search the chat rooms for that information. Yeah, we know where they're hanging out, and for about 10 years, we've been in, in these rooms kind of like a fly on the wall, and when we see data flow across uh, the rooms, we grab it, and we try and get it back into the system. We'll send it to the government or to the banks or directly to the consumer if you have an account at uh, tracemyid.com. Now, tell me, how do, how do they get this information in the first place? The way they get it is predominantly they hack online databases, um, all of the e-commerce that we do, a lot of those merchants get hacked, and sometimes it hits the news. You'll see a big hack where millions of credit cards were hacked. 
but they not only get the credit cards, they can get your social security number, your mother's maiden name, even your secret questions. Wow, that's oh, all well, this you know, uh, you know, uh, I find, I know this sounds ridiculous, but I've been paranoid and I've been working on the web uh, since the late ni- mid-90s. And actually, I don't have my exact birthday on any of the same websites. <laughs> and I vary secret questions. And I, I've really tried to keep my stuff private. And when there's login information, sometimes I will opt you know, to use OAuth and just log in through Twitter, which has the least amount of private information on it. Right. Um, what are things people can do to prevent this from happening? Like, I pay for everything through PayPal. Right. Those are all good ideas. You know, I mean, our data is out there sitting in hundreds of databases, so we can't completely protect it. All you can do is be prudent or proactive and and look at your accounts to make sure that somebody isn't testing your credit or debit card for like a buck to see if it's any good. Check your credit bureau uh, accounts to see if there's inquiries. Let's say there's an inquiry from Macy's and you've never opened an account at Macy's. So what you're looking for really is the tip of the iceberg where the Internet thieves are trying to find little, some time, a little time of information on you to complete their identity theft on you. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Now t- tell us a little bit about it. what is Trace My ID. Trace My ID is really a proactive or a preventative type site. Um, it's taking your information, a little bit of it, you're registering it with them, and then you're going out there and Trace My ID is looking for your information out there in chat rooms. So if they see something out there, your credit or debit card, or your social security number, they're going to give you a heads up. They're going to send you an email or make a phone call to you to let you know that your data is floating out there in cyberspace. And then if you could maybe give us your top five or thereabouts things that you can do to protect yourself, and Marsha mentioned a number of things that she does, what, what do you recommend? Well, you know, we recommend if you're using a debit card, you know, in store to shield your, your PIN number, obviously, mm-hmm. because a lot of times the clerk... If he's in a, a gas station, he can rewind the video, and he can see your PIN number. Oh. And of course, he has your debit card number right there, oh. so he really has the keys to the kingdom to your account. So, you know, shield your PIN. Um, we recommend other things like, you know, register for the, the credit monitoring to make sure that inquiries aren't hitting your account that you don't know anything about. We recommend getting a new credit card number on your anniversary, you know, how your credit card expires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I yeah. always do that, and that always, you know, you get all those cranky emails, we have your credit card on file, and we can't process anything. Right. You know, well, um, yeah, but, but that's okay. You want to get a new account number, not a new account. Cause the right, bank right, I do that. Right. right, American Express will do that. A lot of people will do that, and I find that's a really good way to shed off people who do have your account number that you don't want to still be doing business with. Right. You know, those are, those are all prudent things that you can do to, to protect yourself. And okay, so, go ahead, oh, I'm sorry, Mark. No, so when you're shopping on the web, if you use a service like PayPal or, um, I guess, Google Payments, are these the safer ways to shop? They are safe, and, of course, you know, you want to try and use a credit card versus a debit card because you have, you have more rights with a credit card should there be a problem. And, you know, the banks, the institutions, they'll give you your money back if there's a compromise, but sometimes you have to fight for it. You have to fill out affidavits and... You know, it's a, it's a real hassle. If you are having to use a platinum card online, of which the bad guys can tell if it's a platinum card from the first six digits of the card versus, uh-huh. say, a debit card, 
Yeah. If you're using a platinum card, they will take it to the next step since they already have your address because they hack into an online database. They'll take your address and they'll run a Zillow. They'll look at your house. They'll determine if you have a net worth. So they 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 really can ramp up a credit card uh, hacking into full blown identity theft if they have the information. That's now, what what is the difference between using a debit card and a credit card? I've always wanted to know the exact difference. Well, well I mean, obviously, we know one debits from your account and one charges to an account, but from a safety standpoint. Well, a debit card, they're taking your cash, and then you're going to have to fight to get it back. And sometimes there are debit card compromises with PINs. In other words, the PIN number gets out there. And your bank is going to basically say you're guilty until, until proven innocent if your PIN is out there. Because, you know, how can the PIN get out there? Well, right. it gets out there a lot of different ways. So credit cards are the best. Debit card with PIN, you know, that, that's a hassle. If there is a compromise, you're going to have to fight hard to get your, uh, your money back. Now, are you uh, subject to the same protection on a debit card as you are on a credit card? You know, you're, Not you're... exactly. I mean, different financial institutions, different issuers have different rules on their credit cards and debit cards. So it, it varies amongst banks. And then you uncovered a number of things like, was this Montgomery Wards? It says Wards. I'm assuming that's Montgomery Wards. Right. Uh, you expo- They had 50, consumer, 51,000 consumer records that were just out there? Right. What happens is uh, in that sampling where one thief gives another thief, like, say, 10 credit cards, when we came across the 10 credit cards, we noticed that they were all women. So we called them, and the common denominator was they all shopped at Montgomery Wards. And so there's a pretty high probability if you have 10 cards all in a row and all 10 ladies shopped at Montgomery Ward, well, that's where the hack came from. And then when you give the evidence to the e-commerce site like Montgomery Ward, you know, sometimes they'll fess up. Sometimes they, they don't want to admit that they were hacked. Mm-hmm. But in this case, they did. And then where do you take that information? What do you do with it? Well, if if you were a member of TraceMyID.com uh, and your credit cards or debit cards were registered with us, you would have gotten an email uh, or a phone call right away that your, your information has been compromised. Um, a lot of times we'll send it back to the bank, to Visa or MasterCard, and then they in turn send it back to their issuers. Uh, but there's a time lag, so there could be three or four days there before you get notified that your credit card is floating out there in cyberspace. And by then, you know, a lot of fraud charges can come in, and, mm-hmm. you know, your life takes a real hit when when your stuff is compromised. Well, I have to say it's interesting because I was um – I have a service, not Trace ID, but I have a service like this. And I was applying, happened to be in a, I wasn't Montgomery Wars, but I think it was May Company or one of those stores. And they said, oh, we'll give you this great deal, just apply for a credit card. And I said, okay, instant credit, and my credit is spotless. And they came back and said, we can't approve you. And I said, what do you mean you can't approve me? I had forgotten that I had one of these fraud alerts on it, and it wouldn't allow me to do it by just standing in the store, which is a great same idea. Thing happened, yeah. Same thing happened when I bought my car, because I have that other service as well. Right. I was just stopped at the gate, and I had to make a bunch of phone calls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's a good thing. Well, yeah, it's a good thing. You're being prudent, and, uh, you know, it, it does work if you put a fraud alert on your credit file. Uh, Dan, we got to go to break. Can you stay with us? Surely. Yeah, I want yeah, to talk to you a little bit about, um, and Marsha has some things. I want to talk to you about online, you know, the safety of buying online, and is that really safer than going in a store, and so on and so forth. So uh, we're going to be talking about that. Got a lot of other things, Marsha, more gaming. It's in the gaming season, DVD movies. I know you have a lot to talk about. We'll do yeah, the yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about shopping. This is my uh, Shopping, yeah. The Twitter <laughs> trends, top ten Twitter trends of the week coming up in not too long in a buy of the week. We'll be right back. 
This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio. It's the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Attention political advertisers. When you're thinking of the best way to market your campaign or issue, consider this. AOL advertising reaches more than 158 million voting age Americans each month, more than twice as many as elected our president. Plus, whether you're building awareness, fundraising, or getting out the vote, AOL makes it easy to find the voters you want. So put your money where the voters are, online at AOL. To learn more, visit AOLadvertising.com slash politics. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you'd like to call us, we're at 877-474-3302. And we're talking to Dan Clemens, who is the founder of a company called Card Cops, and he's working with Trace My ID Service. So, Dan, tell us a little bit about, you know, I, I tend to order as much as I humanly can online. It's just more convenient, uh, easy to do. Is it safer, as safe? What's the best way to do it? 
You know, it's safe. We all shop online today. And, uh, you know, if you have a, a credit card that has a lower limit, that's probably recommended to do online in case it were hacked. But shopping online is safe. And, uh, you know, if your package is being shipped to your house and you have a controlled environment, mm-hmm. you know, you can do it without a signature. But if you're, you know, if you're not sure if, if nobody's home, you may want to do it with a signature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Marcia, you had some questions. Oh, I had a bunch of questions. So, you know, when we're talking about real world theft, which is an obvious thing because even though it's a little less techy to have some guy do a double swipe on your card or something like that, um, what do you recommend to protect yourself in the real world? Well, as I mentioned, you want to shield your PIN number. Um, you know, if somebody swipes your card, a waiter or something, um, uh, they can run it again and, and get the information in your magnetic stripe and and make a clone card and go into Best Buy and buy a big TV. But, you know, that stuff is usually tracked down by our local law enforcement here in the United States. So usually if a thief commits credit card fraud here in the States on our soil, they're going to get caught. But a lot of times, or most of the time, the stuff comes from overseas, the Russians and the Chinese. They're the ones that are getting your card and, and buying uh, and buying stuff and having it shipped or reshipped out of the country. Interesting. Now, do you recommend people get their credit reports regularly to check for these things? Well, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you don't have to do it, you know, daily, but maybe no, quarterly, well, just to check those inquiries. Because, like I said, if if there's inquiries from outfits that you don't recognize, somebody's trying to open an account in your name, and you, and you just want a heads up on that. Now, how do people do that? Well, there's all kinds of uh, sites. Most of them uh, you can get through your bank if your bank has a uh, a credit monitoring service, which allows you to pull the, the credit reports from all three bureaus. That's called a three-in-one. That's a that's a very good product. Okay, now you know we're talking. We had a guest last week from a company called Bling Nation. I, are you familiar with them? No, I'm not. Okay, and there's also the Square. So let me explain a little bit. These are devices that can be used with your cell phone to process credit card information. Uh, Bling Nation has this little postage stamp thing that attaches to the back of your cell phone, and it's got a gizmo. <laughs> Mark, what did he call it last week? Um, some sort of gizmo that works with your phone and sends through a private code so that when you put that thing on a pay device, it right. will pay direct from your phone, and right. it takes the money out of PayPal. Um, then, you know, there's the Square, which is a new, another little gizmo, and it plugs into the audio port of an iPhone, and it's an actual credit card swiper that goes direct. Right. Now, what I, do you see I, coming up now with mobile? You know, I'm familiar with the Square Up. Yeah, I didn't realize it yeah. was Square Up. Sorry, Square Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, um, you know, you're going to, I believe, their merchant account, um, and it is secure. You know, all of these mobile devices, which are basically using Wi-Fi, to process a credit or debit card. Um, they, they are secure for all intents and purposes. Um, it's get, getting more and more secure. You know, if you have to check your, your online banking via your mobile device, um, I guess you can. If you can use a land connection like a DSL, that's probably better. But the Wi-Fi, as more and more uh, institutions upgrade their, their Wi-Fi software, there's less and less exploits on it. So. You know, this war driving stuff where people are driving around, it's, it's, it's happening less and less, but it, it's still, you know, it still can happen. There's always could be a vulnerability. You never know. Okay. Right, but yeah, are you seeing possibly? I mean, uh, the future of mobile payments, I was just at uh, PayPal's developers conference, 
And, I mean, it's getting huge, the different programs and things and the securities that they're setting up on mobile. Would you say possibly in the future that mobile payments would be safer than over the computer? I think they will be. You know, I think the square up thing is excellent, you know, where anybody can process a debit or credit card through a mobile phone. I think also, you know, we've all become more technical. You know, we understand what's going on. And if we're making an online purchase through our phone, we have access to our online bank, and we can immediately see a fraud charge or we could see a $1 charge to the redcross.org where the bad guys were pinging your card. So speed is really the key element in, in stopping online fraud. So if the consumer, who's the first line of defense, sees something in their account via their mobile phone, they're going to call their bank and say, hey, what is this charge or where did it come from? So we're really narrowing the window for the bad guys to, to hit accounts by using the mobile technology. Interesting. So what do you recommend people do to stay safe while shopping online over the holidays? Just, you know, give me a one, two, three, four. Well, try, if you got it, like I have a credit card that has a $500 limit, <clears throat> so it kind of limits your exposure. It's a little bit of a hassle if I want to buy more. But a lower limit card's good. Um, you know, shop at secure sites. Um, don't click on a, a, a URL and an email. Go to the actual web browser window and type in the site's name. And preferably, it's going to be a secure site with the HTTPS. Um, just prudent things. I mean, you know, you just gotta you you gotta be smart online. Now, and how does the HT? Oh, I just want to ask, how does the HTTPS differ from the HTTP connection, so our audience can understand? Well, in the browser window, if you go to your bank and you type in, say, Citibank.com, <clears throat> and you go to log in, you're going to see an HTTPS, which is the secure portion of their site. Um, if, it, if there isn't a, an S there and you're trying to log into your bank account, <laughs> it could be a fake page, right. a phishing page. So it's um, always good to try and enter that information in your browser. Never click on it uh, from an email because you could be going to a, a, a fake site. Uh, I have noticed. I, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. G. Marsha, <laughs> anytime. Uh, no, well, you things, told me you didn't have any more questions. Well, yeah, what I, can well, I say? Uh, <laughs> it's not so much a question as a comment because I'm in the financial industry and in my weekday life. And one of the best things I can recommend, and, and Dan, you can certainly chime in, it's just common sense, is that keep track of your credit card charges. Go online frequently because if you find that you have a fraudulent charge, the sooner you report it to the financial company, the better your opportunity to recover your your you know whatever your loss you had. But if you let it go and don't pay attention to what's being charged, and you know you wait till your statement for thirty days, then you really may have a problem with the financial institution. Absolutely, and as I mentioned before, a lot of times once they hack your card, they will go to the redcross.org and they'll put mm -hmm. in a dollar. And so you'll see a dollar charge for to the Red Cross, and you'll go, oh, you know what, I'm not going to hassle it and dispute that. It's the Red Cross. Who cares about a dollar? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what they were doing is just checking the validity of your card, and then all of a sudden right. the fraud's going to come. Yeah. Go ahead, Marsha. Well, no, I forgot. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, I well, told you, you know, you let me keep going. I had some interesting questions, but, like, now I totally forgot. All right. Well, Dan, um, where no, do we I think find you? Um, well, tracemyid.com is one of my affiliate sites, and they have the card cops technology, which will proactively go out there and, and look, you know, in cyberspace under rocks for your information. So it's a, it's a preemptive site, which is, you know, that's pretty cool. Instead of waiting for the stuff to come to you, we're actually going out there and trying to nip this thing in the bud. And what does that cost? Um, there's various costs on it. I think there's a trial on the website. You may want to go to it and just check out what the trial price is. Okay. 
Uh, I, I have something here that says a dollar thirty day trial and then about eight bucks a month. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dan, thank you so much for being with us. This is really informative and, and great information, especially coming into the holidays. Uh, it's important for people to protect themselves, and I do. When I go to a, a you know gas station and put my debit card in or whatever, I make sure I my hand is covering it or an ATM machine. So uh, it's good stuff to know. Thank you for oh, being with us. Oh, oh, yeah. Wait. Ooh. Oh, oh. I just oh. thought of this since you mentioned your hand covering it. Quick question. Are people still installing those fake swipers over the bank ATMs, Dan? Yes, yes. They are. Can you tell the audience real quick what this is and what to look out for? Well, a lot of times they're a fake sleeve at an ATM machine, and you'll put in your card, and the sleeve will swallow your card, and you won't get it back. And by the time you contact the bank, you know, they've already gotten that credit card. Um, So that's one of the ways they do it. They also have ways to... um, so like on some of the gas stations, they'll install a, uh, a, uh, a device that will record your information um, before it gets to the bank. So, you know, is there any way to see this when you're at? Does it look exactly the same? Um, no, there's really no way to detect it. Sometimes they're inside the, the gas pumps, but uh, wow, you know, you just got to be careful on those ATMs that you know if your car gets swallowed or something or something's a little fishy, report it to the bank immediately. Okay. All right, okay, Dan. Great. Well, thank you so much. Great, great information. Uh, it's www.tracemyid.com, and I think it's all a good idea for us to check it out. So, thank you so much. Hope we can have you back on the show in the future. My pleasure, Dan. Thank Thanks, you. Dan. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's getting to be the holiday time, and and this is something that we certainly want to be careful about. And I and I am as cautious as I can possibly be. I, I'm sure you are too, Marcia. Uh, you know, don't go to ATM machines at night. I don't care you know, if you're six foot seven and you're playing for the uh, you know the Oakland Raiders who finally are winning, which I hate. Uh, they uh, you know just just don't go there because remember a gun is always faster than you are or a bullet. Well, you know is I've been talking. What Mark? How long have you and I? I mean, really, even when you had your show with the other Mark, I was always talking about the safety of PayPal. Yes, and exactly. And that this is the way I pay. Nobody else has my credit card information. My numbers are not out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm bulletproof, right? But, but I think safer. I'm doing everything I can possibly do to stay safe. You know, we're almost out of time. But are there merchants in brick and mortar stores that you can use PayPal in? Yes, and that's part of what the Bling Nation thing was. What they were right, starting the to little, talk about, right? And also the Square thingy that we were talking about a little yeah. earlier. Uh, yeah, I plan yeah. on talking about that on a future show. Okay, all right. Well, we got gaming coming up, and uh, DVD movies, and lots of stuff. Twitter tips uh, and holiday and technology's biggest myths. Uh, ooh, I want to hear what that is. We'll be right back. <laughs> Don't go away. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. 
Pallets.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. You and Navy Mutual Aid Association. We've been through a lot together since 1879. In those days, they spoke a little more formally. But our mission statement remains the same. Our mission is to aid our members and their dependents or beneficiaries by providing with certainty and promptness a substantial sum for their relief. With insurance plans, it is near the actual net cost as possible. In other words, we offer low-cost, high-quality insurance so that your family will be taken care of. We do have a lot more choices now. Coverage is available to you and your family with no war or aviation clauses and no military or travel restrictions. Visit NavyMutual.org to obtain a quote, apply for the insurance, or fill out the forms. Or you can reach us at 800-628-6011 to speak with us in person. Navy Mutual, serving you since 1879. Hi, Jack Warren, Senior VP of the WS Radio Networks. We started broadcasting on the Internet in 2001, and we've come a long way. We're a unique mix of Internet marketing and true radio broadcast professionals and have set ourselves apart in the marketplace, building up to over 3 million listeners per month. Internet radio works. What is the proof? You're listening to the proof right now. How did you find us? How is it that you're listening to this commercial right now? The good news is WS Radio is opening up local stations with a proven business model. For the right people, we're now giving away WS Radio City licenses. No previous radio experience is required. We're looking for self-starters who have a sales background, are willing to hire the right salespeople, and are motivated by our unique model. What is our model? Glad you asked. We'll need a little more time to explain. To listen, just click on wsradio.com forward slash city license to a 10-minute audio for our big picture. That's wsradio.com forward slash city license.